What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Welcome back to the show. Today on the program, we have a very special guest. Aram Hamparian is the Senior Director of Sales at Fossil Group Canada. Aram and I first met in person when our brands collaborated for a ready-to-wear fashion tech showcase at the Mars Discovery District in Toronto. A lot of people don't know that in addition to their consumer-facing products like watches and handbags, Fossil Group also manufactures watches for the likes of some of the most well-known brands around the world, including Adidas, Armani, Burberry, DKMY, and more. With their acquisition of Misfit in 2015, Fossil expanded their capabilities to enter the brave new world of wearable tech. Now wait a minute, some might be thinking, watches are already wearable tech. Let's not forget that the wristwatch is one of the oldest forms of wearable technology. But of course, what we're talking about in this context is digital technology and this idea of the smartwatch. We know that Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, just announced that the company has recently overtaken Rolex as the number one watchmaker in the world. The watch market is clearly changing, and as consumers grow more used to the idea of connected devices that are either screens in and of themselves or offer digitally enhanced features, people are demanding more from their wrist real estate. But what if we don't like the look of an Apple Watch? What if when it comes to style, we have more loyalty to a brand like Kate Spade or Michael Kors? That's where a company like Fossil can come in. This is a brand that has been around for more than 30 years, and over this time, they've been masters of collaboration. They've been the battery that has kept the watch industry ticking, pun intended. Today, we're sitting down with Arm to find out how Fossil has transitioned into the new world that we're calling fashion tech. It's an episode you don't want to miss, and it starts right now. So, Arm, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Amanda. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. So, Arm, Fossil has a long history in fashion and design, which is why we're so excited to speak with you today. The company's been around since 1984, but for audiences who aren't familiar, if you could tell us about your manufacturing capabilities and your portfolio of brands. Yeah, so we manufacture watches, everybody knows, Fossil, and we also manufacture women's handbags, SLGs, which are small leather goods, wallets, belts for men and women, and we also manufacture jewelry, fashion jewelry. Our manufacturing capabilities are very extensive. They're throughout throughout the world, and we have offices all over the world. And in case some of you didn't know, we also manufacture a lot of other brands as the license. So some of the brands that we carry, our company split out into two very distinctive areas, what we call house-owned brands, which would be Fossil, Skagen Denmark, Misfit, Michelle Watch, and Zodiac. And then on our portfolio side, we've got a whole host. So I'm going to name them off very slowly. Armani, Armani Exchange or AX, Diesel, Kate Spade, New York, Mark Jacobs, Donna Karen, New York or DKNY, Michael Kors, watches and jewelry, Tori Birch, Carl Lagerfeld and Chaps. And I have a hard time remembering all of them all the time, <laughs> but those are the ones that we do. And it's a, it's a really great portfolio of brands. We hit different price points. Many different consumers. We we think we have a we have a portfolio that speaks to a wide variety of different consumers, and we're very proud to be part of this of this company. We are at Fossil. That's quite the portfolio there. So, when were you first aware that the company was thinking about wearable tech and smartwatches? We had a really interesting conversation before we started recording 
about the kind of evolution of the smartwatch. And so this is probably something that you at your company and your colleagues have been thinking about for a long time. So when did the word smartwatches start surfacing around your office? So in 2015, we launched our first collection of smartwatches with the Fossil brand. And these were hybrid smartwatches and trackers. The first iteration of Fossil Q, and that was the name that we use, Fossil Q, kind of the letter Q. Q, your curiosity. Q, it was, a, it was an invitation to act on something. It was in 2015. So we came out with ladies and men's hybrid smartwatches. They look like a regular watch, but act like a smartwatch. They provide you notifications. They can do a variety of different things. That was our first iteration. Those watches were okay out of the gate. They had to be charged. And it was a partnership with Intel that we, that we started that with. Then fast forward another six months after we launched at fall of 2015, we acquired Misfit. And once we acquired Misfit, then it, then it blew up. So toward the end of 2016, so from the time we announced the launch of Misfit in 2016, in early 2016, to fall of 2016, we had launched display smartwatches in Fossil. And it was all Fossil launch. So it was Fossil display and Fossil hybrids in the, in the fall of 2016, as well as Michael Kors, Kate Spade, and Scoggin hybrid smartwatches. So we went from doing no smartwatches almost to doing four brands within six months just to speak to our scalability. So it's really, really great. And it's a a new business for us and we're very excited about it. And so what did the Misfit acquisition bring to the table? Why did you look at them and say, this is a great partner, this would be a great strategic move for our company? Yeah, that's a great question. The acquisition of Misfit enabled Fossil to expand its addressable market. So we can offer consumers both a traditional timepiece and fashionable connected accessories. And additionally, Misfit brought to Fossil Group a scalable cloud and app platform, a world-class software and hardware engineering team, and a native wearable technology brand and a pipeline for innovation. So it's really exciting, the acquisition of Misfit. And that's because a traditional watch that you bought doesn't necessarily have an app component to it. But it seems today that a watch that you buy that's a hybrid smartwatch or a wearable interface itself now needs to have this software component. And so Misfit was able to help you with that. Yes, that's correct. So it would have been very difficult for us to create this technology and create the team to bring these products to life. So our CEO was brilliant and just went out and bought a company and we inherited all these great engineers, this great brand, this great understanding of wearable technology. Had we waited and done it ourselves, would have taken us way too long. We saw the opportunity, so we had to seize it as quickly as we could. Yeah, it was a really smart move and I've always loved Misfit, so they're a great partner to have. Now, we just watched the Apple keynote where Tim Cook announced the Apple Watch surpassed Rolex as the number one watch in the world. What is it about smartwatches that are so popular right now? I think from our perspective, technology is now at a point where we're much, much less limited in our ability to design beautiful, stylish products that can deliver a connectivity that customers want. And at Fossil Group, we're building and defining this category based on the premise of connecting customers to the tailored information they desire through their favorite brands. And that's what's really exciting for us is that we can leverage this across a variety of different brands and a variety of different consumers and give them a similar experience across all the brands, but they're brand unique and and unique to the brand's DNA. Yeah. And that must be really exciting for all the brands that you're working with to know that there's not just like a one size fits all solution. If they want to get into the smartwatch category, that they actually have the options. And that actually leads into my next question really nicely. You know, an Apple Watch is an Apple Watch, but what does Fossil bring to the table that's different? I think every watch has a different target consumer. Our watches are targeted to customers that want products that strike a balance between fashion and function. 
our strategy is to bring fashion first focus innovation and an increased variety of products to the wearables industry in general. Yeah. And you know, the variety aspect of it, I think is so important because as someone who spends a lot of time speaking with designers and talking to fashionistas, you know, someone else said this and I'll give them credit in a second, but there's not going to be the kind of like iPhone of wearable tech because people want the variety. And I remember it was a designer, Francis Patanti, who said that to me and I thought about it and I thought it's true because people want variety. They want options and it's really difficult to give them that if everyone's just buying an Apple watch. So it's really nice that you're able to offer that diversity to the partners that you work with. So recently, Fossil collaborated with Mark Jacobs to produce a smartwatch, and you've actually brought two of them here for us to look at and play with. This is the Riley Hybrid. So this is a watch that looks like a traditional timepiece with a little added funk and Mark Jacobs flair, but it offers smart features. So do you think that consumers today, they want to wear mini screens on their wrist, or do you think they prefer to have the smart features built into a traditional looking timepiece? I think the consumers exist that do want to have a display touchscreen watch on their wrist for sure. But I think there's still, you know, the the traditional watch business is still the majority of the business. And I think that there's always going to be a consumer that wants a traditional watch. But as technology becomes more pervasive in our life, they're going to want some type of connectivity and some kind of notification or some type of technology in the watch, but still have it look like that old analog, old school, quote unquote, feel. We have 16 brands, many of which offer touchscreen and non-display smartwatches or hybrid smartwatches. And each brand has a different customer base with varying styles and preferences. For example, we have Diesel, where the customer wants a large, bold, in-your-face kind of watch. We have Kate Spade, New York, where the customer wants a slim, classic watch. And their unique smartwatches and their unique hybrid smartwatches reflect that style. So again, the DNA doesn't get lost. It stays with the brand. And we have an expression of technology through those watches. Giving customers a beautiful watch that matches their personality and their ability to connect and engage with their favorite brands and tailoring the software to be brand specific is what will keep customers coming back to this category and connected accessories in general. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So as the director of sales for Fossil, I'm wondering how much of your job is concerned with direct-to-consumer sales versus building partnerships with brands for these white label collaborations? So at Fossil Group, my team's main focus is managing the wholesale channel of distribution here in Canada. We sell directly to major retail partners such as the Hudson's Bay and Best Buy. And my team of account managers work in partnership with retail buyers to ensure our products are in store at the right time, at the right place, and that consumers always have a positive brand experience in their stores. In terms of building the relationships with the brands, that's all done from our head office in Dallas, Texas. That's where all the relationships live. That's where the relationships lives with the brand. And that's where they communicate to us in Canada being a sub, what they call a sub, like a sub, a subsidiary. And we execute those brand strategies here in, in our country. How many watches do you own? Traditional watches? It's so funny. I just bought a new chest. I have this chest that I got and it could probably fit like 300 watches. So I think I own, and I just put them away the other day, actually. It's funny you asked me that. I think I own probably 70 watches. Wow. Yeah, 70 to, and all from like, from all our brands, all our men's brands anyway, from automatics to mechanicals to quartz to fashion to classic. I own a lot. So, Aram, we were speaking before we started recording a little bit about retail and how the whole retail landscape has been turned upside down and retailers are trying to make sense. A lot of people are trying to make sense of this fragmented landscape. What do you see in store for the future of retail and how is a company like Fossil navigating that? Yeah, I think definitely 
Retail's been turned upside down in the last few years. We've seen an emergence of retailers who even as short as five years ago didn't really have strong e-commerce sites. And now majority of their investment in technology and marketing is all going to, to e-com. And I think it's addressing the convenience need of the consumer, which means at the bricks and mortar level, everyone's got to up their game. The brand experience has to be more compelling. The service has to be more compelling. I think how people experience brands at store level, the assortments need to be compelling. So there has to be some kind of connection from technology and e-com to what's happening on in, in stores. So it is challenging for the brands because we're used to, to having collections that we put out every season. And now those collections we're finding will probably start, start being a lot tighter because you can only sell so many watches. You can only give out so much trend out into the market. And we're finding that from our perspective for Fossil, we are looking to reduce our breadth of assortment and really focus on telling good stories at store level, which are more compelling. So I think, I think that's the big thing. And I think the other big thing is how do we get people back into the stores? You know, the convenience of, of e-com is so compelling and so attractive that major retailers have to figure out a way to make that experience seamless between e-com and the stores. So I think that's, that's the challenge for the next probably two years. God knows it'll happen that fast. It's like we need a retail hybrid solution, just like we need a watch hybrid solution. <laughs> So as someone who's working at the intersection of fashion and technology, you really have one foot in both worlds. What do you think fashion can learn from tech? Well, we know tech companies innovate and change quickly to meet the tech demands of their customers. And that's something for us that's very fast. I mean, we work pretty fast. For our watch business, we have four times a year that we introduce newness. But our key partnerships with Google and acquisitions such as Misfit has helped us leapfrog some of those challenges that fashion companies have faced playing in the tech space. It's the speed at which we're bringing products to market, which was a great idea on our part to acquire Misfit. Yeah, that's what I think. I think it's the speed. Yeah, because even though fashion is so about change and style and seasonality, it really is an old industry and they are slow to move. So I think you're absolutely right that they need to learn how to innovate from the tech industry. And so I'll turn the question on its head. What do you think technology can learn from fashion? Well, like I said, our product cycle is based on fashion seasons. So like I said, we create new products for retailers each season, spring, summer, fall, holiday. And we continue to do that with wearables. And so this is not, this doesn't align quite well to the tech industry because they don't do it based on season. The generational changes are based on the technology is driving the newness. Whereas for fashion, trend is driving the newness. So that's the kind of balance that we're trying to strike. Also, given the diversity that major brands offer, major fashion brands offer, customers are excited with the sheer volume of styles and options available when shopping for a wearable that fits their personal style versus a one style fits all mentality, what you'd probably see more in tech. So I think, you know, people walking in to buy a watch aren't really, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody really goes out and says, I want to buy a watch or they have an idea in mind, when they get into the store, get online, they might see something that, that speaks out to them. So I think a lot of it is also impulsive. And given that fashion fits in there really nicely, whereas tech, you kind of see it live a little bit longer and you have to wait until there's a generational change or some kind of technological advancement before newness is introduced. Very interesting. And so final question, what's next for Fossil? I feel like it's been a whirlwind last couple of years for you guys and you've conquered the world. You're conquering the world of wearables. What could possibly be next? <laughs> Well, in 2018, Fossil Group will add all new brands to its touchscreen smartwatch lineup powered by Google's Android Wear. In addition to the current five brands, each with a full round touchscreen smartwatch hitting the market in fall and holiday, also in the last 12 months, we've doubled our points of distribution on connected devices and our sales have also doubled in that category. So it's very exciting. By the end of next year, every one of the brands that we carry and watch will have both a touchscreen, what we call a display touchscreen smartwatch, and a hybrid 
smartwatch. So that's kind of where it's going. Trackers, not so much. I think other companies have that nailed down, but we have all that tracker technology and all that health technology built into our watches as well. So it's a great fusion of, of fashion and tech, we think, and we're hoping that this is the future and, and we can leverage that going forward. I think you're right. This is the future. You heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I'm really looking forward to everything that's to come. And I really think that you guys have done a great job walking this very thin line that seems to have gotten thicker over the years of fashion and technology. So yeah, congrats. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having me, Amanda. This was a real great opportunity. I really appreciate it. I'm very grateful. Thank you. That was our conversation with RM Hanperian, the Senior Director of Sales at Fossil Group Canada. As always, we have photo and video to accompany this conversation on electricrunway.com. You can see pictures of the new Riley Hybrid smartwatch Fossil recently manufactured for Marc Jacobs. That's also where we have all past and future episodes. We're also available on iTunes and SoundCloud. For your daily dose of fashion tech, we invite you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at electric underscore runway. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Andrew Applepie. Thank you.